I don't find enough time. I'm so busy with work. Oh, that's so old school. Audio books are convenient. Who reads? I fall asleep whenever I do that. It requires a dedicated time. Often, we hide behind the excuses of lack of time available when it comes to reading. But is it really an excuse? Probably yes. Why so? Because if it was real, it would have been true to all. But there are many who create or find time to pick up something that interests them and read. But in general, the degree of reading books has gone down drastically. So much so that a book-selling online platform had to come up with inventories of gadgets, clothing, and apparels and socks and whatnot on their platform. They had to reinvent a book in the form of an audio track so that people could listen somebody else read to them at 2x the speed. Do we really feel the need to read? Most likely, it's a yes to many, thankfully. But what is stopping us? Let us look that in our today's conversation. Welcome to 13. 13 is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. Shantesh, this is a very interesting topic and I have a concern before even I start talking on this topic because personally, I am someone who loves to read to such an extent that as a child when there was nothing else around to read a book or a newspaper or a magazine i have read uh, notice boards of government offices so that's the kind of uh, attachment i have with reading and from there to look at this topic I, i just wanted to give a disclaimer but i don't have to because now i think we also need to acknowledge uh, the way things are changing uh, the medium of connecting communicating training teaching has also changed so uh, maybe i am just giving a benefit of doubt that with that change there is a possibility that people might try to look at different uh, ways of uh, learning things or uh, for even when we are talking about reading uh, as you said there can be ebooks there can be audio books or uh, some people would still stick to go with the hard copy books so that's what i would like to put as the first thought which comes to my mind hmm. so prasanna i was just thinking because when you brought up that you were always you have grown up around reading and you have read anything and everything uh, and i can remember that when i was in school we used to go to these libraries uh, uh, run by the city corporation they were old dingy spaces uh, with cobwebs and everything and yet we would go there and find a book that interests us most likely for me it was never from the syllabus but it was just some uh, something to do with planetary systems or solar system or something to do with uh, how rain happens and things like that and these are some early memories that i'm trying to recollect that what i read we used to find that take a corner sit there for hours an entire day is gone and then you come back from there fast forward into the day of internet where there is internet explorer you click on a page you open that page read that page go back click on another page read that go back to fast forward 
in the present day and age where I can open multiple tabs on one window itself of Google Chrome, let's say, and I have around 40 tabs that are open, so it feels a bit cluttered. So I open a new window in that there are another 25 tabs and it gets, some more, it gets more cluttered. And then I open another window. Eventually I get overwhelmed, I close everything and shut down the computer. And really, while I have read bits and pieces of everything, I have not really read anything. So when there has been access to content, there has been a diminishing quality of reading, I feel. And when there was no access, you actually put in more effort. So I'm just trying to bring this, these three parallels to look at to an access to a physical library with very limited books to internet, but only the conventional internet explorer where you couldn't open multiple pages at once. And then today where everything is open and we get overwhelmed. So do you see that as one of the reasons why reading could have diminished? There is a possibility of uh, what you're saying can be possible. But at the same time, uh, what I think, Shantesh, is if you look at those days, uh, libraries, which were like a sing single city library or maybe one or two libraries, then you have to go there. Uh, you will Your name will be put in the waiting list for the book which you want. And after a week or two, you will get that book. So if you look at the scarcity of books as well as the limitations when it comes to access to this kind of material today it is not there so anyone can open in their mobile phone and they can read what they want to i get your point when it comes to missing the nuance uh, because the content has moved from books to blocks and blocks to micro blocks and when we talk about uh, 140 characters what can you say there's no context there's no content and definitely so that has its own uh, limitations but the other side of it is the access, if you see the previous limitations were going to a library was a challenge. Not everyone could go there. Not everyone was well equipped to uh, get a book. And also from a author's point of view or from a researcher's point of view, there were limitations when it comes to printing things in a book. You can print certain things or there is a limit to, to write an article maybe in a newspaper. But that is not the case when it comes to digital media where you can have hundreds and thousands of blog posts now you may not call it a book but then someone who is going into deep going deeper into a particular topic i have seen some uh, researchers some paper writers who have many blogs on the same topic and if you read their all blogs and get into the rabbit hole of that topics research you can definitely get more content there whatever you want so my point is there are merits and demerits in both the sides of course if we look at the in the absence of a better word, I would say the romantic aspect of reading the old style book with the smell of the paper and uh, sitting with a book in hand, that definitely is not there today. Well, I'll address the last part first, because what you said is true, that I still prefer a physical copy of a book over e-book or an audio book for sure. Uh, however, I still have a Kindle and I use that on day-to-day -day basis because it becomes convenient. But when you are reading certain books or certain things, I still go back to that physical copy just because I feel reading is not of absorption of content. It is not for gaining some knowledge that you read only. 
but reading in itself is an entire experience it allows you to slow down to pause to think to ponder to wonder to wander and that becomes very important when there is a physical copy you can flip your pages back read another random line that you had referred and accidentally stumble upon some other page and then come back and continue reading that almost never happens in case of an ebook on kindle although you have marked some bookmarks and all it requires a regimented way of reading and it definitely does not happen on a computer or ipad or laptop or anything else so i think that is where i come from uh, to the other aspect you talked about advantages and disadvantages so in today's day and age the access to everything is advantage what i still feel is it somehow also requires a certain discipline when you want to read certain aspects with a specific purpose particularly when it comes to researching for writing a paper i often try to minimize my reading and go specifically open a page see the first 3 4 lines if it interests me i read it completely if it's very valuable then bookmark it and go back i never open pages and new tabs because i know that it doesn't work and i've realized that and i've stopped doing that long time back and i feel that that discipline is really required so that we avoid distraction and when i bring the topic of distraction there are other distractions that are happening all the time even when you are sitting with a physical copy of the book and even if the phone is kept next to you nothing buzzes you still wonder and try and reach out that hasn't somebody messaged on that one group or something and and you constantly are striving to reach out to that phone and that is something which even i'm struggling with it 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 distracts so much that you cannot read the same way the way i used to read sitting for 3 hours and all today every hour there is a break or something or the other every 45 minutes maybe and that is something which we need to also touch upon that distraction factor of distraction yeah but then i completely agree with you when it comes to digital uh, format the distraction uh, and the possibility of distraction is more especially if you are using it on a mobile phone or even laptop for that matter a notification can disturb you or something else can pop up and you go into a different track altogether but when it comes to uh, a handbook or a printed book the possibility is lesser and i think that is why even kindle is being preferred compared to an ipad kind of a thing for reading because uh, at least it gives you a little bit of uh, uh, f- focus required for reading uh, but then i think that's a different topic i would say when it comes to dealing with dist- distraction because one person can be sitting alone without anything uh, on a mountain place and still be distracted so that's a different topic altogether but uh, when we are looking at the different modes in which books can be consumed or even i'm going to the creation part like if from a author standpoint also uh, i see in today's world if say for example we both are doing this podcast so there can be some authors or researchers who would like to do maybe a podcast instead of a book they might be doing it on a very regular basis and all the research which they are doing all the content they want to bring in front of the world they can bring it through a podcast so my point is that there is nothing wrong there in using a different format because it has its own advantages now the moment you bring a podcast the storyteller can tell the story with maybe little more 
details and it can be appreciated by a few people who would otherwise have not gone for reading so usage can be most it's absolutely personal preference a person who reads and loves to read novels you see that uh, they will never like a movie made out of it or a story told out of it i have seen that for many movies especially after the movie is come you will enjoy the movie and the person sitting beside you will tell that yeah the movie is good but to be very honest you go and read the novel that is but, ultimate but i have another point of view as well because for example harry potter was read in the form of audio books by famous celebrities they read each chapter and they were picked up because they are they have really good voice the voice modulation is fantastic at the same time what happens is that when you are reading to yourself you are reading basically third persons conversations or dialogues in your own voice to yourself like an internal conversation and in that you make an make a scene you describe a scene you imagine things the moment that gets translated into an audio book the imagination part is slightly fed to you through others voice modulation they create those voice a grave voice a squeaky voice to depict certain emotions and that you start diminishing you graduate from an audio book into a film the entire scenario is created for you so things which were for example a setup or a scene was to be described is no longer required because it's visually there in front of you and it just goes in that fleeting moment so a scene which you read particularly even the setup you stop for a while you look outside the window gaze into thin air and then continue reading that almost never happens today even you know to counter that there are many people who are trying to revive reading and by what by talking about consuming fast because speed reading and all these sorts of medium are coming and i think they are important but at the same time speed reading can be important when you are reading non fictional things probably not in the area where you want to read certain aspects which are a fictional b they could be stories real events a biography maybe but you still want to read it at your own pace and that is where i am sort of coming from uh, i wanted to touch upon another aspect because i i feel that today the generation is very little exposed to reading and particularly in the last year and a half with online schooling even the books the textbooks that they used to read have sort of gone drastically down i feel the other day i was with somebody and they were complaining that their children don't read and i asked them that what is it that you are reading currently and there was a awkward pause followed by oh nothing we don't find time so much these days it's so hectic we have to take care of kids and all sorts of reasons came up i wanted to really like ask the next question that what is it that you read last and i knew almost certainly what the uh, response would be and i wanted to avoid another awkward pause so i moved on from that conversation but i realized that even the grown up adults don't read then how will the kids pick up but what my point was that the very fact that they brought up that kids aren't reading these days which means that they see value in 
reading and yet somehow it's not provoking them to read when i brought up distraction earlier as a topic what the other facet of that was that at the pace in which we are consuming content today on different other mediums reading requires a little bit of slowing down and with that are we kind of pushing it aside that was also another sort of a question and that inquiry i think is a bit more concerning that why this hesitation in slowing down why do we want to consume in quantity rather than looking at quality yeah so i think that's the better way of looking at it i would agree with you shantesh so one has to first if we stick to reading one has to first look at the intention and um, what is the reason for reading the purpose for reading because if it is to enjoy the process of reading the way i am enjoying watching a play i have to go to a auditorium and sit there buying a ticket and watch the play live if i try to make a digital version of a play and then watch it at a 2x speed i am killing the whole purpose of the experience because there's no point in watching a play on a digital medium at a 2x speed so it doesn't work that way so uh, then that's why i would say that it is first important to understand the intention if the intention is to read then first and foremost i think one should know what to read where which will give you that kind of a experience because what has happened is in between if you see even the publishers have gone into a, a business mode and anything which sells is got printed in the last 20 25 or 30 years if you see the kind of content which has gone into books is also most of it is just because it has market for it the authors if you take indian authors for that example in the last few years i don't want to name anyone but all those authors are famous because they have audience and they can sell and the publisher can get their money back so that's if that is the intention of getting the books printed then what is the use of reading those kind of books is the question so the question then comes to the intention of reading if the intention is to enjoy reading then the content should be decided and the experience should be as you said taking a book in hand and reading it but if the intention is to learn something or to get information about a certain method tool i think that can be done in whatever format it is possible a podcast a youtube video all can be done at 2x speed or 3x speed whatever person wants just to make sure that they go through it whatever they like they consume out of it take make use of it like for example how to use notion as a note keeping tool if i want to see i will see 15 videos i will not also see all of them completely i will just say few of them in bits and pieces i will take the content which i want i will solve the problem in my hand and i am okay with that i wouldn't want to read a book on how to use notion mm-hmm. now I, i get what you are saying and setting up intention is one thing which i'm kind of taking up from what you earlier mentioned but i would go a step deeper setting up intention is not to read through reading what is it that we want to get and That's setting correct. that intention is very important in that context so do you want to slow down do you want to uh, consume content at your own pace do you want to pause in your life do you want to build an imagination as you read what is that intention one has to i think really look inquiring into themselves first and then get on this mode of reading just remember like when growing up you used to read those comic books or school library graphic art novels and things like that the way they used to engage us we find so much distraction around today that that itself just to go back 
into that not as nostalgia but through our memory to go into a space where we can really slow down and look at ourselves that for me is one of the intent so one has to really find what could be the intention behind reading reading is not the intention reading is probably the outcome a means to consume but if we see value in that we already know the intention it's just that we have to dig a little deeper and find out i think with that we can complete our today's conversation unless you have something prasanna no i was just trying to complete by saying that uh, absolutely correct as what you said it is important to understand that and to slow down then our point is not that reading is the only way to do it but it is definitely one of the very good and best ways to do it but one can also go with a painting or a drawing or a poetry yeah and with that we complete our today's conversation thank you thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we've put the links in the description you can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now we hope that you have enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode until then take care